Shane. Uh, Justin. Welcome to Chit Talk. Uh, welcome as well. I mean, it's your house, I guess. But Well, you're welcome to Or the it. studio. You're welcome this to it. This is the Chit Talk studio. And I'm very welcome to do it with you, as far as I am understanding. Thank as far you. as I understand. Thank you. Uh, thanks for joining me today. It's been a while. Yeah, we've yeah. been uh, we've been a little out of the loop, but I feel like uh, I feel like we're coming back with something um, kind of relevant to that. Hard hitting, yeah, hard hitting, hard hitting novel to say the least. This is something you've never seen, you've literally before. never seen, seen this. this. No. Uh, so, but I, I do think it's relevant. Yes. Joking aside, I think it's mm-hmm. actually relevant. So, uh, this is our ten by ten episode, uh, yes. and what that means for those of you who are unaware. So we're going to make a collaborative list of 10 games that we'd like mm-hmm. to play 10 times by the end of the year. Obviously, it's February, so we're a little late to the game. But uh, I, I feel like I have kind of a couple of things to say about that. And I kind of want to jump right into the significance of, of the 10 by 10. Uh, the significance of like why you would ever play 10 games 10 times and why you would make mm-hmm. a point of it. Uh, the first thing that I kind of want to start off by saying is that we have been out of this for a while. We I think yes. like the last time we really did something like, I don't know, that we put some effort into something, maybe October. I was feeling uh, pretty drained, you know, like there's a lot of games here and I feel like, I feel like especially doing this chit talk thing really kind of put me into this gear where I was like, I need to just consume as many games as I can. And it was extremely exhausting and really not very fun. Um, (laughs) And I think that I kind of polarized against that. Yeah. That's definitely, I was in that direction as well, not necessarily to the same extent that you were, but yeah, it started to get grating and honestly, it was it was losing the joy sure. of just playing games because it became like ticking games off of a list. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, and the hotness and not just finding games that we really enjoyed to play and our thing with gaming, same thing with like craft beer and other hobbies is that they're mediums for having good conversations and right. meeting people. Mm-hmm. And I think and that's started to lose that. Yeah, and I think that's probably the best. I think that's probably the best explanation for that is that we were we weren't having experiences that we could talk about. Yep, we were really just like it was a gauntlet of try as many games as you can. Yes, and I don't think that that I think it has obviously a lot to do in our particular case of trying to, uh, you know, play games, review games, do this. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think that it's something that's fairly common. I think in the gaming hobby, I think that it's yep. it's it's rampant with consumerism. I yes. think that there's constantly this need to like get more, get more, get more. Um, so I think that that is one of the most relevant things I think for me about doing this ten by ten, um, kind of pushing against against that. Uh, one of the things that we I think that we've also kind of come to really embrace in the last maybe you know year or two is the um, the kind of satisfaction that we get from playing games like LCGs, like yes. these lifestyle yeah. games, these games where you really can crack into something Mm -hmm. really come to know it come to talk about it and it's like this is sort of relevant i saw recently on a board game reviewer facebook group that i'm in Mm -hmm. somebody asked how many times do you need to play a game to review it yes i remember you mentioning that. yeah (laughs) um it was an interesting question um and one response that struck me in particular was just once the guy responded like really I don't deny that there are games that you can play just once, but yeah, how many of these games, and especially if you make it a blanket statement, how many of these games do you think you get a full satisfaction and the full mm-hmm. the full idea of from playing once? I think there are certainly games that you can play once and you can say whether or not you would like to play it yes. again, but how many games can you get an idea of the strategy, mm-hmm. the depth, yep. Yep. Yeah, the, the interplay of games like 
games like Cry Havoc that yeah. like you really need to understand how all those sides work. Games mm-hmm. like Netrunner, you know, mm-hmm. there are seven factions and they all play pretty differently. Yep. Games like Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. you know, even those games, you know, those games really require you and they reward you to play multiple times. And mm-hmm. I think we really came to lean into just how fun that is. Yeah, absolutely. Because it sparked those. Yeah, it was definitely the the LCGs was the biggest part. Well, actually, for me, it was Star Wars Destiny first, mm-hmm. and then from there, learning about the LCGs, getting into first Lord of the Rings, and then Arkham. And honestly, that wasn't a theme that either of us really cared about. I like HP Lovecraft a little bit, yeah, not at all, no. But the mechanics were so good; it showed the level of depth that a lifestyle game can bring you. Yeah, and it's like, well, that that game could replace twenty five to fifty games on a shelf. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's what's really brought about this is condensing to creating great experiences. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And I think I think a great example of, of the way that Arkham in particular has done that mm-hmm. is when you think about expansions for games that come out, you know, you look at you know look at uh, expansions for like, you know, Settlers of Catan and Carcassonne and whatnot. When you look at expansions for these games, you know, they change the game in a certain way and they add add things to the game in a certain way, but with Arkham, it really was these situations that you could just slot into rules you already mm-hmm. knew and further the experience. It was just such a clever thing. Yep. It just became so fun and so easy to learn to learn a new game like that, to yeah. learn to, uh, to learn to love something like that. I think it was largely what we were kind of hoping for from something like Time Stories. Yes, for sure. Yep. While also having actual engaging gameplay. Yes, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, we uh, definitely lost steam on time stories. Yes. That's a conversation for another day. Uh, yep. I think finally the last thing that I do want to say before we kind of move into this um, is the – I think the value is an important thing too, the value mm-hmm. of what we get out of these games. Um, <clears throat> you know, how many games have I traded away without even playing at all? Uh, how many games have we played once, you know, and like, you know, you spend a significant amount on something and, and you mm-hmm. just trade it away? Um you know, for me, I think that it's a little bit easier for me to kind of let, let that go because, like, even if I spent $40 on something, if I got two hours worth of entertainment at it for a group of four to five players, four to six players, whatever, yeah, that kind of seems worth it to me, you know? Like yeah, you compare it to a movie cost or whatever. Exactly, going to see a movie, going to a bar, yeah. a sporting event. Right, but I think for some people, I think uh, I think that that can be... I think it's still important to, to look at the value you get of something. So yep. when we look at some of our LCGs and things like that, or mm-hmm. you look at games that are probably going to show up on our 10x10, 10 10, it's like, how much value are we going to get out of it mm-hmm. and fun and experience by playing it? 10 yeah, 10. and it's kind of an aside, but look at games like Unlock, mm-hmm. Unlocked, the Exit series. It's the same. It's philosophically the same sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's a one-time use, but it's about the experience. Yeah, so. absolutely. And it, and, it, and it ends up being completely worth it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, yeah. I think that what I'd like to talk about first is uh, what makes a good candidate. Like, why why would you pick a certain game? And I want to know your thoughts on this. Why would we pick a certain game? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've already made our lists that we want to hash out with one another. Yep. But I want to know kind of your thought process and what you were thinking would go into making a good 10 by 10 game. Mm-hmm. You answered that. I'm going to turn the fan on. Sure. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, which we already touched on, is just a game that has depth and complexity and discovering new nuances the 10th 15th time you play it um that's definitely something that you get in the lcgs like we've said i think that's something that you might get in certain miniatures games that might show up on my list um yes and uh definitely games like cry havoc absolutely i've only played it once those rules suck but the rules i am absolutely willing to give that game another chance um just because i know everything that's in that box so that's Mm. the that's the biggest thing game that has some depth and complexity um, is it going to be fun to play? Like, I think that there are a few games on my shelf, and I was like, man, I there's a lot of depth in that game, 
but is it just dry as a bone? Sure. And do I really want to put myself through that? Sure. Um, so yeah, there had to be definitely the fun factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's actually something that I think has been a big shift in our gaming as well. Yes. Is away from, especially me, dry Euros into something that's something that's got a little excitement to it. Not that I don't like Lagrange and stuff like that, but uh, it's opened my eyes. And I can, I can say from knowing you that that is a huge shift. Mm-hmm. That's a huge shift yep. for you. That you you love the puzzle aspect. You love the like I'm gonna I'm gonna hash this out. I'm gonna think this out, and I'm gonna conquer this puzzle. You love that. Yep, that's true. Um, and of course, you know I think that's something that I love as well too. Um, but I think that your collection, I think between the two of us, your collection was you know l- largely the one that was comprised of the heavy of the heavy euros. Yes, you're gonna, be, exci- you're gonna be excited for my list of things I wished I would have seen in, from your selection though. Okay. Cause I think I got some of those on there. All right, which is going to be exciting. Um, so, likewise, what were your what were your biggest criteria? Very much the same. Very much the same. Yeah. Games that have a deep, uh, you know, a lot of depth of strategy, complex and evolving strategies that I don't take the time to understand. I think your comment about um, how fun is something going to be on repeat plays, I think, is really important. You know, even if you play something, even if you play something, you know, three, four, five times, mm-hmm. and then you make a decision, you're like, this is a great game. It's like, how good would it be after 10 plays? Yeah. You know, how many times would it stand up? I think that we're kind of having this experience, at least I am. Uh, I don't think you are, actually, uh, having this experience with Gloomhaven. We're two scenarios in, and I am really skeptical if I'm going to enjoy playing uh-huh. this any much longer. I feel like I'm worried that it's just going to be grading, samey, that the story is garbage. I mean, it's barely a story. That's true. We're only two scenarios mm-hmm. in, so I'll take that with a grain of salt. But, I mean, it's like... It's like the bandits are hiding. Kill the bandits. <laughs> it, yes, it's pretty generic. Right, but the card play is good. Yeah, sure. The card play is is very. There's a lot of ingenuity there mm-hmm. when it comes to a dungeon crawl. Yeah, and my well, my biggest knock on it is and we've talked about this before is that they should have given you an opportunity to level up like right earlier away, because yeah. that's what you want sure, to get into to kind of keep you more interested. There's so yeah. much content in the box. It's like let me get to just a little bit of it, have a taste. <laughs> just give me. Just, just, I don't want to taste. Yeah. Just rub it on your gums. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's probably um, one of the other things. And then probably, probably my last uh, my last criteria mm-hmm. uh, were things I thought about games that I do love but don't come out often enough. And I think that there mm-hmm. are certain games, especially on the list, uh, not only the list that I have created, but the list of, of games that I know from your from your collection mm-hmm. that don't make to the table a lot. Uh, games that we know we love, we just can't make a point to get out. You know, whether it's because it's like, we get together on a game night and it's like, eh, what are we going to play? You know, like we never plan it in advance, ever. Yes. We Or we rarely do. We mm-hmm. rarely plan what we're going to play in advance. But if you send out, you know, a text to friends, you're like, listen, I am going to play Gloomhaven tonight. <laughs> this is the night that I'm going to play it. If you yeah. want to play Gloomhaven, get at me. You know, I think that that's... I think that's a perfect example mm-hmm. of something that would make it, you know, something I just, I just want to play it more. Mm-hmm. I just love that game so much and I want to play it more. So that, there, that also went into uh, There's at least one addition on my list that's for that same reason as well. Okay, cool. Yep. Well, without further further ado, you want to get into it? Yeah. Mm. We're probably going to need a piece of paper to make the final list on. I do take, have a, I do have a you got a spreadsheet computing there? device, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, go ahead. Right, right on paper on a mat. That's going to work. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Uh, do you want to start off or you want me to start off? Let's go. Uh, we'll go one by one. One by one? Okay. Yeah. You rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. I'll go first. Oh, my precious hands. Cut my hands. All right. So I'm going to go first here. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to start off with a real hot take. So 
Before we get into this, right. I have asked you to prepare more than five. So we're gonna do we're each gonna we're each gonna mm-hmm. commit to five okay. on this list. Yep. Um, and I've asked you to bring more than five. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got eight. Uh, I have twelve. Woo! Yeah, hot dog. Okay. Well, uh, so I've got I've got eight here. So I wanna okay. um uh I want to give these to you, and you are allowed to veto whatever you want. Okay. Put it into a maybe pile until you hear the entire thing. There's might be some here that you are. Uh, flat out can refuse. Okay. <laughs> uh, and here's my first one. All right. Forbidden stars. Uh, so, okay. You may exercise your veto because I have okay. eight here. All uh-huh. right. I have uh-huh. eight here. We can also rehash this. So, forbidden stars. It's it's a maybe. It's a maybe. Okay. It's a maybe. All right. Let's do a maybe. Okay. We'll do a maybe. We'll do a yes. Oh, there we go. I just punctured it for the first time, and we'll mm-hmm. do a no. Okay. So we'll put it on a maybe. Here's here's my thing with Forbidden Stars. And let me I want to talk to you about Forbidden Stars too. Okay. So one thing I know that you dislike about Forbidden Stars. Okay. There are several things I know you dislike about mm-hmm. Forbidden Stars. That's true. It's an area control game. Yep. It's a game of high aggression. Yep. Uh and not only just like player interaction, uh, it's downright aggression. Yeah. You need to destroy other people and I know that you don't care for that in games. Mm-hmm. It's a theme you don't like. You I think that you bo- borderline if not full on abhor Warhammer 40K. Yes, that's true. Okay. That's the biggest knock on it. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Okay, because um, I like Comet. Sure, you do. Yes, you do. Yep. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, an area control game when you see one, mm-hmm. my boy. Uh, so, Forbidden Stars is my first one, and I know okay. that you don't care for Forbidden Stars. I know that you played. I think you played half a game of Forbidden Stars. I've played maybe three or four games of Forbidden Stars now. Mostly at the two-player count? Uh, I think I played twice at two-player because I was really, really genuinely surprised at how good it was with two players. Uh, That's another thing to consider. At two players, I really liked it. At three players, I really liked it. At four players, (laughs) it can be a little daunting. Um, The marathon game at the cabin? Yeah, yeah. When we we played at the cabin, we did have to cut it early. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's long, and we had some new people. But one of the biggest biggest complaints, and I think completely valid, was that a friend of ours, Ken, he, he didn't get a turn for about an hour. Mm-hmm. because of the resolution of everyone else's actions you know that's yeah. that's, that's definitely a very real possibility so uh forbidden stars that's my first that's my okay. first entry for your consideration right. i'll pop it in the maybe okay i'll kick it over to you all right uh this may have been uh it's a minister's game i think this might be what's piquing your uh-huh, excitement uh-huh. well there's two on here um x-wing Yes, X-wing. I, I want to I want to put that on yes right away. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. So X-wing is it crossover? Should we just say right away if there's crossover? Uh, like cross, like we bo- we both pick something. Yeah. Well, I only pick things that I own. Okay. But X-wing. Well, I'll tell you, my twelve include some of your games. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, that's fine. X- my first so eight are mine. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, the I did have a what were you hoping the other person would add to the list? Okay. <clears throat> segment thing mm-hmm. uh, and X-Wing was on there awesome um, and, and, and and also a why you know like so why did you pick X-Wing uh, there's a ton of depth in that game I love the theme if it's going to be any miniatures game it's going to be Star Wars mm-hmm. um, it is not a miniatures game where you just move and bash stuff um, just the idea of either you can have some big ship that's just plotting out there shooting cannons all around it. Or you can have some little paper-thin ships that just need to make just the right move to get behind and out of the um, out of the firing range mm. of a ship and then shoot them in the back. Like, I think it's it's just as much tactical movement as it is tactical combat in yeah. that game. Yeah. I've played X-Wing, I believe, twice now. I okay. think that I used to have a corset, and I played it once, and then okay. I played it once at your house. Mm-hmm. Um 
so here's my knocks against X-Wing. Mm-hmm. First off, it's a programming game. Probably one of my least favorite mechanics. It's true. But it... Sure, of course it is. It's a mm-hmm. programming game. But here's one of my favorite things about it, is that it's it's executed in exactly the way I think a programming game should be executed. Mm-hmm. Is that you set up all your actions and everyone takes their actions at the same time. My issue with programming games like Cult Express, um, Dragon of Flagon, Mechs vs. Minions, is mm-hmm. that you are plotting so far in advance that it's like, why thematically... Why would you ever run across the top of a train car, swing into the window, <laughs> pick up a non-existent yeah. bag, and punch at no one? Like mm-hmm. that thematically bothers me, um, and I have I, I I just feel like it's useless and chaotic. Max vs. Minions was okay because it was cooperative, so it's like there was not as much aggression. It was okay. I can mm-hmm. I can I could stand it. And we may have played it wrong for like eight of the ten games, but Max vs. Minions. What, yeah. did we, what did we do wrong? When it came to the like the injuries, every yeah. time you get hit, we were doing it was wrong. In the beginning, we were just hmm. picking up the card, resolving it instead of putting it in one of the slots. Oh, but when we did switch over and played it right, we won every game. Still. Yeah, I so I don't I think remember it. that. I remember that now. Um, so anyway, that's one of the things I like about X Wing as a, uh, mm-hmm. as a as a programming game. Uh, and I, I will also... say we talked about this earlier, or I think we might have talked about it yesterday. So when it comes to Armada versus mm-hmm. X Wing, yeah, this is where your critique of games like. Uh, Cole Express come up that you have to be programming so far in the future because in Armada especially with the capital ships which actually all of them you have to be programming potentially two to three turns mm. out in your actions and it makes sense thematic thematically that we talk about sense. that it makes yeah. a ton of sense but in terms of gameplay I don't enjoy that hmm. interesting yeah okay well X-Wing also I also don't like Star Wars as you know yep so, that's true X-Wing that gets a thumbs up for me I put that on the yes Okay. Okay. Excellent. All right. Next one. Uh, this one I think will probably be an easy sell for you. Uh, Millennium Blades. Millennium Blades is, uh, for those who aren't familiar, Millennium Blades is a game uh, about the meta of playing a collectible card mm-hmm. game. Uh, it has a it has uh, two different phases, and they play out kind of like alternating with one another. There's a, a phase where you are in the tournament and you're playing the card game. And the card game is very, very simple to play. You pretty much just lay out the things in a line mm-hmm. and kind of do what they do as they come out. Uh, then you move into a timed, real-time phase. Yeah, you program the opening, You Sure. It's a programming game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. And then you move into a real-time phase that's timed where oh. you are opening packs, open trading with one another, and it requires, you know, negotiation and, you know, guile to, to like, get mm-hmm. people to, to trade with you. Uh, super fun, but there's also a fuckload of content in that box. Mm-hmm. So much content. And I also keep buying expansions for it because... I cannot control myself. Uh-huh. Correct. That's true. Yep. yep, yep. Um, so I've, I mean, I think that I've played Millennium Blades maybe twice, and I want to play a, a lot more. I played once. Yeah, yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't let you know. Did you play at the cabin? No, we okay. played at my house. Yeah, we played at your house. So um, once, once at your house, once at the cabin. Yeah, that's a yes. Okay. All right. Uh, which is, which is odd actually, because I don't like negotiation in games. Yeah, you but, don't like you don't like real time games either. Yep. But there's enough things I like in that game theme. I like CCGs. Yeah, the humor in that game is hilarious. Yeah. As well. Oh, and it's it's hysterical. Yeah. Okay. It's just a lot of levity there. Cool. Yep. All right. The next one we actually played this recently. We mm-hmm. both loved it. Mm-hmm. We both own it. Uh, Tiger and Euphrates. Nice. I'm also going to give that a yes because I did also put it on my list. Okay. So I'm glad you said it first. Sweet. All right. So Tiger and Euphrates. Tiger and Euphrates. This is probably one of the oldest games i think that that or not not oldest just like mm-hmm. longest owned games that you and i have owned copies of tigris and euphrates for 
over a decade. Yeah. And uh, we finally got it to the table just like this last week after mm-hmm. not having played it for since, oh, since we got it. <laughs> yeah, over a decade. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not having played it, you know, to the point I didn't even remember how to play. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to learn pretty much fresh. Um, and uh, I think that uh, our friend Luke, who was gaming with us, I think uh, made the comment that it certainly has held up well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it absolutely has. Yeah, definitely has. So I'm um, excited to get back that, that yeah, back to the Yeah, that's a game more. that I've owned since the late, I think it came out in 97. I think we looked it up. Okay. I've had it since the late 1990s, probably like 99. Stepdad came home with it from uh, World War Gaming Championship. I've probably only played it four or five times in 20 years. Yeah. So it so deserves cool. to be played 10 times. Agreed. I agree with that. Um, all right. This next one I'm going to hit you with. Uh, this is a this is a much shorter game, too. I also wanted to be careful not to pack this in because since we have to play 100 games, not to pack this in with uh, with long ones, which is why I'm Whoa. also... Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so let's see. We've already gone through 30, uh, nearly 40 days of the year. Uh-huh. So we've got about 320 days to play 100 games. Okay. So... Uh, which is why I also appreciate entries like X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, that X-Wing, you know, how, we can play a game of X-Wing in 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, I think the first couple of games are going to be a slog. But sure. after that, we can bang them out pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's not about that. It's not about running through it. It's just that no. we, especially if we have to play 100 games, let's make sure it's yeah, make sure I, it's reasonable. I think the other thing that you're going to like about X-Wing um, is you've... You've taken a leg into deck building recently. Yes. Because of Netrunner, Arkham. Yep. X-Wing has that factor. Cool. So you need to slot in ships and your upgrades. Anyway. Cool. Enough right. X-Wing talk. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> about that. All right. So this next one. Uh, this is a game that you and I played only once, uh, and then I did not return it to the library, so I got to keep it. It's hmm. called it's called Innovation. Oh, yeah. Innovation, the little self-contained card game uh-huh. Civ Builder. Uh, there are a ton of expansions for it, as I've come to find out. There are. We have just the base... And it's not even one of the newer editions. It's an old edition uh, of Innovation. I have the newest edition. Oh, you do? I do. Okay, cool. Yep. How many times have you played it? Since since you since you owned it, once, once. Okay, yep. cool. All right. Um, so that's my uh, that's my next suggestion. Innovation. Innovation had a lot of cool branching paths, and I think it did that Civ mm-hmm. thing really well. I think it encapsulated the civilization building, the progression, the pathways, uh, yep. and the effects pretty well in a self-contained card game. So. Uh, they'll be yes. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Put it on there. Beautiful. Over to you. Yeah. There is a lot in that box. There is a lot in. There's a lot in that small box. Yeah. Expansions aside, there's a lot in that one box. Right. That's like a twenty dollar game. Uh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next we have, and I bet this is probably going to be on your list okay. of games that you hoped I was going to put on. Yeah. Uh, I've only played it once. It's Lahav. Yes, it is on yep. my list of games, yep. I hope. Uh, yep. This was the exact game that I was thinking of when I was thinking about games that we uh, find very difficult to get to the table. Mm-hmm. Lahav is a long game. Lahav is not very easy to learn, mm-hmm. and it's just not the sort of game that you just like, hey, it's a casual night of games, let's play some <laughs> Lahav. No. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a heady game. Yeah, we have so. yet to play, um, what's his newest? Outside of the Cottage Garden series. Nusfjord. Or feast, feast, of feast, feast, feast for Odin. Odin. That's the I think the only one that we have yet to play. So we played Agricola, obviously. We mm-hmm. played Caverna. Yeah, I think Lahav is probably the longest of all of those. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. This is Plus absolutely like, the definition of like a game that I have that just can't get to the just table. can't get it off yep. shelf. Yep. Because it's Plus, three hours even for three players. So. Plus, I have that Lahav playlist that I made for the one time that we were going to play. Well, no it's other full, reason other it's full than of that. sea shanties. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Yep. That's a that's a yes for me. Okay. Just a heads up. We can we can amend this, but we have five already because we keep saying yes. Oh, we love games too much. We do love games. Damn we'll, it. We'll play all the games. Yeah, we'll just play twenty games once, and then <laughs> what the fuck's the point? <laughs> all right, back to me. Um, here's a game that I put on here, and I'm not sure if I want it to be in the yes. Role player. Mm. I like role player. Yeah, I so think do I. I think it's a lot of fun. Do I want to be forced to play it ten times? If you had asked me after the first game, I might have said yes. After the second game, I was feeling less like I wanted to play it ten times. I mm-hmm. do like it. Mm-hmm. And this might be why it was traded to me. Somebody may have gotten to five and been like, yeah, I'm dead. That's enough. So, I know I suggested it, but I want to vote for maybe. Okay. Um, I was going to actually go for the no list. You're going to go on no? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for no. I like the game. Okay. But as you said, I don't know if there's... Why do you the... think we don't want to play it more? Well, I think... I'm cons- I, th- I, th- I throw it in, honestly, with a game like Azul, where I just sporadically am going to want to play that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be and, on a timeline to play yeah, that game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to be on a timeline. Uh, and I'm concerned that the randomness and uh, mm-hmm. I think the randomness and the, and then sort of these evolving, like these like, we're going to start to evolve strategies, but they're going to be the same. You know, they're just yeah. going to like, we're going to get to strategies and it's, gonna be like, it's always going to be pretty much the same. Yep. You know, um, that's my concern for it. So, all right, let's put it on the no. Okay. And just flat out, I do, you know... I do wonder with that game if the low score, if the low scoring option mm-hmm. is like a decent strat. We both yeah, tried so, it, right? By low, I mean your low attributes. So you yeah. have different skills. It's kind of like a D and D sheet, straight down strength, um, intellect, wisdom, etc. And normally you want to have high scores, and you get points based off of that. But there are options, different cards you can get from market that reward you for keeping those scores low. Right. I just don't know if that's a feasible strategy or not. Yeah, and I feel like for my first game, I feel like I did pretty well on that strategy. First yeah. off, not only for like I misunderstood one of the rulings of the <laughs> yes. cards and reali- and didn't realize that it was just one strategy uh, one mm-hmm. uh, but you did pretty damn well on it trying it for the next strategy yeah, uh, I think I eked every point out of it that I possibly could have. Yeah. So yep. yep. Maybe it should be on the yes. No. No, it's we'll a no. It, it's we'll, a no. We we can change this. Let's get through all of them okay. first. All right, good call. All right, you're next. Uh the next one um is both a game that has a lot of complexity. Mm-hmm. And is also hard to get to the table. So it hits both of those criteria. Uh, it's Terra Mystica. Terra Mystica. Because it's got all the classic Euro-type components to it and the Euro feel. But you get an actual race that has different abilities, different costs to do things throughout the game. So understanding your race is incredibly important to succeeding. So I think it's got that same sort of factor that Cry Havoc does. We have to understand the faction. Yeah, you have to understand the faction. If you don't understand a faction, turn one, you possibly already lost the game. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've not played Terra Mystica, so I really mm-hmm. don't have... I'm, I'm going to leave this decision on which yes, no, or maybe where this should go. Uh, I'm going to leave this in your hands. Let's throw it in maybe. All right. I've not played it. Okay. I don't ever feel like I have been eager to play it like run okay. right out and grab a copy of Terra Mystica mm-hmm. I would but it's not like it doesn't haunt my dreams okay so. <laughs> I have never won a game of no I won my first game of Terra Mystica I've lost the next four so I suck at it <laughs> but I love it I suck at it uh, okay well uh, since it keeps coming up 
Cry Havoc is my next submission. Cry Havoc, I actually started to do a series for. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I only got one episode in, played with Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a two-player game. But the whole point of that series was that it was really when I was like, it's like, God, I really love digging into games and learning about them. And I started to do this like deep focus series mm-hmm. where I was like, I'm going to learn about this game. I'm going to learn mm-hmm. the factions in and out. Um, and we and saw how deep your focus was. Deep. The problem was like, I, I, I couldn't get everyone to play it. <laughs> okay, yeah. I couldn't get anyone to play it. Um, it's an area control game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you will find it to be a lot more delightful, I think is, the, is a good word. It is a, it is a delight to play once you know mm-hmm. how to play it, and it plays really quickly once you know how to play it. Hmm. I mean, like you could realistically probably get a game done in about 60 to 90 minutes. It's okay. a very quick game because there are only five rounds in the game. Mm-hmm. Maximum. There could be less. So... That bat- I'll say yes. Yeah, you want to put that one yes? I'll say yes. Oh, man, I love you. That battle system is awesome. Yes, the battle is system unlike is... unlike any other game. Really cool. Yeah. battle system is really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Over to you. Uh, it was on my list of games. That nice. Okay, I cool. I hoped you would pick or that I was going to Oh, pick. I'm looking at your list now. Just stop. Yeah, I looked. Um, I looked. I was trying not to. Okay. Next one. I know you've not played this either. Yeah. Uh, I've only played it once, and there is so much depth to this game. It's Lewis and Clark. Okay, another game I've not played. Yep. It's essentially, it's a, it's kind of a deck builder loosely meets a racing game. Right. But Dif- also being a midweight Euro. I remember you <laughs> I remember you talking a lot about it when we were playing Quest for El Dorado, yeah. because that is also a deck builder and a racing game. Yes, but nothing alike. Okay. All right. Um, I'm. I'm. I've never played it. Okay. But I am more inclined to put it on the yes. You can see I've already written it down here. Okay. I'm more inclined to put it on the yes simply because I hear you talk about it a lot. Yeah. You've told me that you loved it. That you really want to play it more. Yep. Uh, you, that you want me to play it. Um. And I've heard you talk about it a lot more than Terra Mystica. Like Definitely. I even had to ask you the other day, do you own Terra Mystica? Because mm-hmm. I didn't even know because you had never t- yep. spoken to me about it. Lewis it's, and Clark. It's it's got that mechanic I love where it's you get your hand of cards. And you keep playing them throughout rounds until yep. you need to take the action and take your cards back. And so it's knowing just the right time to take your cards back. Because if you do it at the wrong time, you're going to lose the game because of that. All right. I'm committed to a yes on that. Cool. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. All right. Back to me. Um, here's a game that we played just the other night. Okay. It has a big gear in it. Mm. It is Gears of War. No. It's Zulkin. Zulkin the Mayan Calendar. Yeah. Uh, this game we only played half of a game of, and I was hesitant to put anything on my list that we hadn't actually played. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I can see, it's probably, you can see it in the camera. Uh, I've got, you know, the Galaris back here, Lisboa. I've not actually played those. It would have been a no. Zulk- oh, Galaris and Lisboa would have yeah. been a no. <laughs> not that I don't want to play them, but I am not, I ain't signing up for that. Sure, yeah. And it's tough to commit myself to playing something ten times without having even played it once. Yet. Yeah. So um but we played we played through the first age, which is half the game, uh, mm-hmm. of Zulkin. Um mm-hmm. and it's definitely it's definitely a game with a lot of strategies, a lot of uh branching strategies. Um and the strategies, you know, you need to kind of tactically adapt them to what other players are doing. Um so Zulkin is my submission. Zulkin, I'm going to put in maybe for now. Okay. Only because I'm starting to look how this list is. Yeah. It's filling out, and it's Lewis and Clark, Tigers and Euphrates, and Lahav. Mm-hmm. Sure. You can play Tigers and Euphrates quick. I can you do that in an hour. You could also sure. not play it quick. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
So I'm just thinking about how heavy some of these games yes, are. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. I think Zulkin, I think, is another one that is a great game. But do I want to be on a timeline to play it 10 times? Yeah. Possibly not. Realistically, I'm not sure I want that. Yeah. Okay. Back to you. Uh, next one. Yeah. Um, we had one short option so far, Innovation. It's a game we played three times in maybe an hour and a half the other night, and that's the Grizzled with mm. the expansion. Mm. Wow. The Grizzled. So I do have the expansion, mm-hmm. as I believe you do too. Um, The Grizzled. So Punishing. Remember, it is. Do you remember last night? <laughs> last night when you came over you came over and we were going to play Arkham and I was like you know do you feel like you want to play Netrunner you know, I was trying to give you other other suggestions mm-hmm. You're like I really want to play Arkham I was like yeah I just don't know if I feel like being punished tonight uh-huh. that I mean even so Arkham is like <laughs> you know my favorite game it's it's my favorite game mm-hmm. you know I, I think I'm, I think that's, that's a, I'm pretty confident in saying that's that's my number one yeah uh, but it's, uh, it's, I mean, and when we played when we played Grizzle the other night, we played mm-hmm. it three times. I did not want anyone to leave after playing the Grizzle because I didn't want anybody <laughs> to drive their car into a ditch. <laughs> we legit that night ended with you saying, "I'll play one more game. I don't want everybody to leave." On this note, though, yes. So we played Sorry Slide. We did play Sorry Slide, which was yes. amazing. Yes, that really. Yep. I really ticked this back up. Yep. Yeah, I had to make sure that I, nobody was going to go outside and just throw themselves in a trap. <laughs> um, so that's my prop. That's my issue. Uh, the mm-hmm. grizzled actually was on my ten by ten for last year. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, it did make, or my it was a ten by five because I started mm-hmm. halfway through the year. <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? Um, I got maybe sixty percent of it done. Yeah. Um, there were certain games that just never got played. Cry Havoc, mm-hmm. uh, Key Flower, um, Broom Service, like some oh, of those just like service. never made it yeah. on there. And I don't think you'd want to play Terraforming Mars five times. Me, no, no. I do, but... I think I, that might actually be one of the few that I completed. But as you know, I don't really, mm. really like Terraforming Mars very much. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I stomached it. It's it fine. It's a fine game. What, um, what a guy. Yeah. So, um, The Grizzled. So, The Grizzled. I'm going to put that in maybe. I'm just going to write the word maybe in maybe. Which is <laughs> <laughs> what I just did. Uh, do you feel strongly like it should be in yes? No. Do you feel like I'm... No. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I think that, that it really boils down to that. I think it boils down to a, like, it's a punishment, you know? It is. It is. It doesn't make you feel good. Yeah. Um, But I do definitely want to play it, especially with the expansions. It's a game I love, mm-hmm. and I do want to play the expansion. Beautiful game. Beautiful game. Okay. Uh, This is the last one from my list here. Uh, This is a game that I believe that you have played twice with me, maybe more. Uh, The game is Toi. T-R-O-Y-E-S. Toi. Mm. So Toi. Here's the thing about Toi. Uh, It is a game that has a lot of variability. It has a lot of variability in the setup. It has a lot of variability in your strategies. uh, And the way you set up, I mean, you really need to adapt to the setup, to what Mm -hmm. you see and what you see evolving because you don't have all the information about what's going to happen in the game until, you know, those cards get flipped over. Here's my concern with Twa. I'm concerned that if I play it a bunch of times that I'm going to realize that some of the setups are just fucked. Yeah. Sometimes you just that it's all fucked and you just there's nothing you can do and that I will come to resent Mm-hmm. the variability and that that's and, and worry that it's not balanced that's something that i've heard actually about innovation is that that isn't necessarily balanced that well okay i have the latest edition so maybe that's been cured or maybe it hasn't i guess we'll find out yeah um as to toi 
Oof. That that game is pun- that game feels punishing, despite being a Euro. Oh, it's tight because it's just like all right, pulling out what little hair I've left. Um, it sounds like it sounds like since both of us are on maybe between maybe and no. Yes, I think I'm probably just going to put that down as a no. Great game. It is a great game. Great game. Yep. No, I, I think we wouldn't have put these on our list mm-hmm. if they weren't great games. But it's like, do we want to? I think it's also important to consider, you know, mentally, like where are we? Where is our head right now? Also, what, what do I want? What do I think I really want to play right now? Yeah. Also, we started this entire video talking about enjoying playing games. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so right. it should right. harken back yep. to that at all yep. times. Absolutely. Especially without the without like the pretense that it's just like I'm gonna review this game. Like I don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to have fun and I want yep. and I want to talk to you about having fun. Yes. That if I don't play Twa ten times to make an informed decision about it. I won't play Twa 10 times to make a poor decision about it. We'll play it, though. Yeah, we will play it. It's a great game. So that was your last one? That was my last one, yeah. Okay. That was the last one on my list, my list of eight. All right, so I've got two more okay. from uh, my collection. Okay. Uh, this is one I feel I haven't played it yet. Okay. I feel very strongly about. That's Last Will. I know nothing about this game. So Last I Will. I know that it exists. I know that it's a game. Yeah. Uh, it is from, I think it's from CG. Um... Have you ever seen the movie Brewster's Millions with Richard Pryor? Yes. Do you like that movie? <laughs> yes. Okay. The theme of Last Will is Brewster's Millions. You are a... It's Victorian England, and you have an uncle who dies and is going to leave a bunch of money to one of his nephews, and he just puts in his it. will, you got to blow through all this money and have nothing left at the end. Whoever goes through all of their money first is the winner. Um, you do that by there's a little worker placement element to it, and then it's also tableau building. Sounds amazing. It's the theme is just so awesome. It I, sounds amazing. Uh, I have yet to play it. I actually brought it with me, so maybe we can play oh, it later. Oh boy! Um, I've read the rules recently, okay. and just that theme is just awesome. Just that little twist it's of a great theme. Taking a euro, and then it's like, nah, you don't want the most points or money. <laughs> Just be the worst you possibly can. <laughs> so I feel very strongly. Be about the that shittiest. Mm-hmm. When I, uh, I I actually like have like I, I write down brainstorm ideas for games that could be that could one day if I ever decided that I was ever capable enough to build a game. <laughs> uh-huh. And one of my ideas is that you are having a party in a museum and you have to smash as much shit <laughs> as you can, and whoever can destroy the most valuable art wins. I believe that a game may have already been made like this, but. So I like this. I like Possibly. this idea. I like the idea of being shitty. I like I like the anti-win. Okay. I definitely like that. There is... I, I don't have it, but at some point down the road, I could get the expansion, and the expansion adds in that you have a job, and you also need to lose it <laughs> by the end of it. So you need to lose your job and blow through all this money because your job is, your job is uh, getting your money, so you need to continue to do things to fuck up at your job. <laughs> All right, well, like, yes. you've enticed me. If, if you think it, it belongs on yes, I will agree with you. I think it does. Okay. Last so, Will, it's called? Last Will. Last Will. Yeah. Okay. What are we at? Are we at nine here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Okay. We're at eight. All right, and the last one is another miniatures game. Yeah. I haven't played it. Uh-huh. I haven't painted it. Yeah. I was very excited about it when it was announced. Have you assembled the pieces? Editions. Yeah, it's all assembled. Oh, it's assembled. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. I glued it right away. Okay. I, I shaved it. I haven't. You know, all the flash. Um, it's Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've brought up Blood Bowl. Blah. 
Blood Bowl. Blah blah. Far more than I have. Blah 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 blah. Let me just log on to my blood blah blog. And I know you love sports. Yeah. And 40k. So let me let me tell you. So sports. No. Yeah. Fantasy sports. Ridiculous sports. Mario Kart. Blood Bowl. What are some other ridiculous sports games? Uh, that one where they n- nail a bear to bicycles and make them. I'm not no, familiar with that sport. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's Russian circuses. <laughs> oh, uh, I love I love fantasy sports. I love like ridiculous mm-hmm. takes on sports. Uh, I love that like I love that idea of of taking just something absolutely mm-hmm. absurd and making it into a concept like that. Um, so uh, yeah, I definitely definitely want to play Blood Bowl. Okay, should it go on the ten by ten? You tell me. How long does a game of Blood Bowl take? I don't know. Hmm. Never played it. Haven't gotten through all the rules. Right. So that makes me real hesitant. We don't know. We don't really know much about this game other than we... I have always wanted to play Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. Even before the newest edition was announced. Mm-hmm. You know, I would scour eBay for copies and try and get a hold <laughs> of it. I think I will love it. I'm gonna, I think I, I will too. I, I think maybe. I want to put it on a maybe. Okay. Yeah. So we'll move some maybes over once we have a little bit more under our belt. All right. So I'll run. Th- so that was your last one, right? That was my last one okay. of my games. All right. Well, cool. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight on our yes. We've got five on our maybe and two on our no. Okay. So let's let's just scoop around to this. What were you hoping the other person would add? But they didn't. Okay. Okay. Uh, so here's a couple I'm going to throw at you. Some of these I'm not sure if I want to suggest. The first one is five tribes. Five Tribes was on my last year's 10x10, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a game that I definitely want to play a lot more of. I've played many games of it already, mm-hmm. uh, but the thing that really has makes me hesitate is that you are so good at Five Tribes that yeah, I think I'll just keep losing. Probably. So I'm going to put that on no. Okay. Okay? So that was my first one that I thought maybe well, might come on your list that I had a thought let's, about. Let's save that for okay. when I'm having a rainy day and I need to... Have my coffee. Yeah, back okay. Up. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to go through a couple of these. Mansions of Madness is my next one. Mansions of Madness. Mm. I want to try, but not not ten times, I no. think, right now. Uh, no. I own the first We've... edition. You own the second edition. Mm-hmm. But then Arkham came out. Yep. So Arkham RLCJ. That's it. So, yeah. Arkham exists. Yeah, so. I think so. I don't want to be committed to playing that ten times. Uh, mm-hmm. I did like the first the first edition. I've not played the okay. second edition. I haven't played the second edition yet. Um, Suburbia. This is a game that I think is probably one of your favorites. It is. Among one of your favorites. Uh, I've played it pretty extensively on the little tablet, mm-hmm. um, and I like it a lot. Um, yeah. Do you think it's a game that deserves a spot on the 10x10, 10 10, or our 10x10 10 10 specifically? If your concern is getting with five drives, is getting your ass kicked, <laughs> then you probably want to put Suburbia on that, on the no column. Too. Okay. Suburbia is on the no column. Because I wreck okay. face at Suburbia. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. This is a new one, or or not? I'm sorry, it's not one that's terribly new to you. Uh, it's not a new game, uh, yeah. but you did get it fairly recently. Um, Twilight Struggle. So Twilight Struggle, Ooh. you know, like f- how, for how long has been in the board game geek top mm-hmm. top two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I have played Twilight Struggle once. Okay, you have now also played it once. No, I actually didn't. End up oh, you didn't plan to play it. No, okay. no. All right. Um, it's got it's got a reputation. It's mm-hmm. a two-player game. I think we can probably, between the two of us, we can probably get that done. I think so. Um, uh, I just want to learn more about it. I played it once, and I think that 
my initial thought was like, is there enough variability in here? Because there's a lot of cards. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that need to play at certain times. And it seems like there really is. Yeah. But I don't have the experience with it. So. It's at least a maybe. All right. Let's drop that on there. Do you have some from uh, from my collection? I do. Okay. I've got uh, three more from okay. th- from your collection that I thought I might want to see on there. All right. So we already got Cry Havoc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is going to go in the yes once I say it. It's Key Flower. Yes, if you're willing to. Yeah, I have yeah. I have perpetually said that I think Key Flower could be one of my favorite games if I mm-hmm. could just play it a little bit more. Okay. Uh, I'm very excited to play a little bit more, and I'm surprised to see it was on my 10x10. 10 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I thought that it would be a no for you, so I didn't put it on my list. Um, but I I like it a lot. I like I'll do it. it. All right. Yeah? Yeah. Want to do it on, on the S? Yeah. All right. I love I love I love the the, the I love the city building. I love, mm-hmm. you know, the, the development. I love the bidding. The mm-hmm. bidding is so fun. That's the part that's always had me a little hesitant mm-hmm. to play that game again. Was the bidding? The bidding is so but clever. But I love, you know, power grid. I mean, it's an sure. auction. It's a little bit different, but yeah. The bidding in Keyflower is really cool because the bidding is tactical. You can put out your workers, mm-hmm. and you can say, this is what I want to start to bid on. And then you say, oh, I'm going to bid on that, too. And then this guy's like, I want to bid on that, too. And it's like, you know what? I was just trying to make this look enticing. I'm pulling <laughs> everything out, and I'm moving it over here. Uh-huh. You know, like, it's tactical, and it's tricksy, and I like that. Yeah. I think that was one of the most fun things about it. Uh, but cool. I'm happy to have that on there. Like I said, I would love to play that game more. I think that I'm going to love that game. Mm-hmm. I think it's really going to shoot up to the top of my, my best list if I get it to the table a little bit more. I think once I wrap my head around it a little bit. You know, I'm... I'm Good at learning rules if it's just me with a rule book reading through them, but yeah. trying to learn a game. And we learned that at a bar. Yes. Yes. Monday night meetup. Right. And I can't always okay. wrap my head around some of those games. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so the two others, two mm-hmm. more that I have. Let, um, me, let me go next. Okay. If you got, if you got two, I got, I got three. You got two. Okay. Um, okay. This is a game that I played at your house. Uh, you loved this game. I loved it my one play. Okay. Lagrangia. Um, Lagrangia... I'm going to say no. Okay. I like the game a lot. It's got depth. Mm-hmm. I love, the thing I love the most about the game is that it's got that multi-use card. Yeah, and that's what gives on. it the depth like, is those multi-use so cards. Good. You have so many options. Like, yeah. what am I going to do with this? But I think right now I am just starving for games that are not just trading uh-huh. corn and stuff in markets. <laughs> okay. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. Or olives and wine and pigs. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah. Hit you with another one here? Hit me another one. All right. Let's hear it. Uh, this is a game I was very excited about. You ended up buying it. We haven't played it. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe you... I don't know if you have played it. It's a Feld. It's Trajan. Trajan. Uh, I've not played it. Nope. nope. I've not played it. You played it. You played my copy. I didn't play a full game. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, you played... Well, you've got more experience with it than I have. Okay. Um, yeah, in your experience, do you think it's a good 10 by 10 I, the one thing that puts me off from it is that for uh-huh. as long as I have owned it. Yes. And this may be because of a negative association I have with the process by which it took me to acquire this game. It was difficult and it was drawn out and that's not and that's all I'm going to say about it. Uh-huh. Uh that just something doesn't excite me to grab it off the shelf. Okay. It looks good. It looks cool and I've read the rules. And it's got the Moncala thing. Uh-huh. Oh yes it does. I, I can't tell you a Steffenfeld game I don't like. Mm-hmm. Castles of Burgundy, I think, is fine. 
also. I'm, See, I, I, I love that game. You love Castle Burgundy, and I know that Castles of Burgundy, I think that a lot of people would say that that is you know, a tremendous, tremendous game. Mm-hmm. It is a good game. It's just that when I played it, I'm like, I don't know if I want to continue playing this very much more. I like dice placement. I think that that's mm-hmm. cool. I like, but there was something about it. The, it was the one time we played it. There was something about it that just did not draw me in. Mm-hmm. Just didn't draw me in. What's ugly? <laughs> well, we've, we've flavorless. We were raised on ugly ass flavorless <laughs> games. <laughs> that's true. You know, uh-huh. uh, I, I say maybe for that one. Okay. 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 Um, this is one of your favorite games, Orleon. Mm. Plus, I have one of the expansions. Mm. Can get the expansion that turns into a cooperative game as well. If um, that would count. That's less enticing for me. It is. Sorry, okay. it is. All right, let's put it on now. Okay. Uh, I think I think the reason I feel comfortable putting it on now is because we have. I think we've got other good Euro games. Yeah. That are already on our list. Lahav. Uh, you said Lewis and Clark has Euro mm-hmm. aspects to it. Keyflower, Tigris and Euphrates. Not, I don't know if that's. I mean, technically, yes, it's a German designer, but mm-hmm. it's a tie. I think Orleone is better than all of them, but okay. so be it. Yeah, I also think that I'm not going to have much trouble getting you to play Orleone. True, because you love because you love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, um, last game I got. Yeah, I know almost nothing about it. Mm-hmm. It's a GMT game. Mm-hmm. Dominant Species. Mm, I did just get Dominant Species yeah. in a trade. Yeah. A game that I have tried to get for a long time, mm-hmm. and now that I have it, do I want to commit to playing it ten times, mm-hmm. sight unseen? I feel very hesitant to put something on the list that neither of us have played, okay. and the two of us know so little about. I literally just got it in a trade, okay. and really the <clears throat> the way I've been doing trades lately is like I'm just fire sailing these games. And keeping the things on my want list that looked somewhat interesting to me at some point in my life. Okay. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know much about these games, and I've been getting games in trade that it's like, I apparently wanted this at some point, and I traded it for something I definitely didn't want, so mm-hmm. that seems like a good trade. Uh, yeah, I got it, and there it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's put it on the maybe. Okay. Uh, let me hit you with my last one. Okay. From your list. Uh, from your collection. And then uh, we'll hash it out. What do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on our yes. So we need to pick one more of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my recommendation for from your collection. Lignum. Logjam. Mm. Logjam the game. <laughs> You've actually played that game. I did play this game, More yeah. than I have. Uh-huh. I've never played it. Mm-hmm. I've never set up the game. I punched it out, read half a page of rules, and then fell asleep. All right. That's been my experience with Lignum. Well, it is a game about logging. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh, that's uh-huh. good That's good bedtime mm-hmm. reading. Uh, I played this, uh, I guess we played maybe four or five turns, maybe, or so. Uh, probably mm-hmm. like four turns. Um, at PAX Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Um, that we were taught at the little Capstone Games. Capstone Games, is that, is that right? Yeah, it's Capstone. Uh, yep. Capstone Games stand. Mm-hmm. The president of the company told me how much he loved this game. Mm-hmm. And I tried, yeah, he's obviously not biased. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried to convince everyone it was called Logjam. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was fun. I liked it a lot, though, and it's a game that I continue to think about. I continue to think, like, man, I would really like to, like to sink my teeth into that Logjam. It's got that little... <laughs> it's got a little, like, Great yeah, Western... just move past that. Okay, yeah, I'm going to uh, <laughs> tell me. Um, it's got that little, like, Great Western Trail kind of feel yeah, to it, right? Yeah, that's, a, that's a very good... That's a very good... Uh, um, 
A very good comparison, for sure. Okay. Uh, yes, you do move along a path, and you do mm -hmm. continue to circle the path mm -hmm. each year, and you really have to plan what you're going to do to get to a different part of, you know, you're really like, what am I going to do here, and how is that going to impact what I'm going to do here, and how quickly do I need to get there before someone else does, otherwise I'm going to get fucked, and I'm not going to like be able to do <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to do. And then how am I going to pick up the I'm not going to have the logs to feed my workers. I'm not going to be able to jam my workers <laughs> up with logs. <laughs> So uh, one of my favorite things, too, is that also that thematically that you could just hire someone to just pick up a log and hoof it downhill. <laughs> You're like, hey, you, you just hire one guy. It's the least efficient way to get your logs down. But it's oh. like, hey, you, just pick this log up and just hoof it. There's no OSHA. Yeah. That's the other way. Is you could just throw them in the water and like, yeah, you could just throw them in the water and let them, let them, mm -hmm. let them float down. But uh, so um, is that a maybe or a no for you? Or is it a Yes. I think it's going to be a no. It's going to be a no. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Put a pin in that, though. I want to play it. Yeah. Go home. Go to your house. Mm -hmm. Grab a pin. Stick it right in the front of the box. Cool. I'm not going to do that. Okay. All right. So we've got our nose. Role player. Twa. Five tribes. Mansions of Madness. I was like, what the fuck is mom? Yeah, I didn't know either. <laughs> Suburbia, Lagrangia, Orleone, and Lignum. That's mm -hmm. a no. We've got our maybes. Forbidden Stars. Terra Mystica, Zulkin, Grizzled Blood Bowl, Twilight Struggle, Trajan, and Dominant Species. And we have nine yeses. We need to pick one more. X-Wing, Millennium, Lids, Tigris, and Euphrates, Innovation, Lahav, Cry Havoc, Lewis and Clark, Last Wheel, and Keyflower. God, I'm so excited about this list. <coughs> okay. This is how we're going to do this, maybe. Okay. Right? I'm going to pick one, and I'm going to strike it off the list. You pick one, and I'm going to strike it off the list. Okay? Okay. Uh, I'm going to strike off Grizzled. Okay. okay. Pick one that you don't want. I'll strike off dominant species. Striking off dominant yeah, species. Since okay. neither of us know anything about it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to strike off Terra Mystica. Okay. I because will fuck you. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? Just... Uh, I'll strike off Zulkin. Zulkin, okay. Yeah. I saw that coming. All right. I am going to strike off Twilight Struggle. Mm, that was a hard one. Ooh. That was a real hard one. Ugh, even like I can't even finish drawing the line through it. Mm. I, know, I know what you're taking off next. Go for it. Hit me. I, I'm actually going to take off Trajan. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the list of what we have. Shane. Yeah. Shane has left me with Forbidden Stars and Blood Bowl. Yeah. And I think, fuck, this is the hardest decision I could have been I could have been forced to make. I I wasn't even counting that this was going to come back to me. It's just we've got Lewis and Clark, Last Will, Keyflower, Lahav. Yeah, we, we've got enough euros. On yeah. There. All right. So Blood Bowl. What time is it? How much time? How long? How long into this podcast are we? About fifty-six minutes. Okay. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Let's keep it under an hour. Okay. We have four minutes to decide on Forbidden Stars and Blood Bowl. Jesus. There's Forbidden Stars. Blood Bowl, you can Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to play this game with four players. No. I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to play this game two players? Would you play this game just you and me? Yeah. <clears throat> Would you play it with three? Yeah. Okay. Depends on the third. Sure. I love this game. Mm -hmm. This is probably, probably in my top five. 
I think this game is so fun. The more I learn about it, the more I learn about, you know, there's a market for cards that you have to mm-hmm. upgrade your own cards. It is so fun to learn about all the cards, think about all the different options. It's 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 heady, it's tense. Mm-hmm. The combat system is awesome. We worried when we played it the one time. Listen, yeah. bear with mm-hmm. me. Here's mm-hmm. because I know what your concern is. Your concern is that the combat takes way too long. And uh-huh. that if we're playing with a third person, the combat is only between two people. Yes. So it's like if you are you and you and I are in a combat, it's like mm-hmm. the other person needs to go make a sandwich or something because it's going to be a while. And I, I, I do recall when we played, we did combat wrong. We did combat wrong for like yeah. the first. I have now learned how to, of the yes. game. I have now learned how combat works, which made it way longer than it needed. Correct. Yeah, yep. we just kept reassigning things over and over again, and it mm-hmm. made it pretty much. Yep circuitous and endless Mm -hmm. uh it's it's very tight it's very clever and you you are forced with these decisions and i think that this is what's really going to sway you on the combat you're forced with these decisions where you think about the entire combat because you know it's going to be a maximum of three rounds so you're like all right i don't think i'm going to win on this first round or do i even want to win do i just want to place just so i can just be here to get my token and that's it i don't need a strong military strength it's fine if i get wiped out again i just mm-hmm. need to get the artifact and get it off the planet and then we're done you think about that from the first round of combat but you can change i mean you can like you can switch gears you can turn on your heel and just mm-hmm. like really change gears and you see what the other person is doing. You anticipate what the other person is doing because you can see the cards they've bought. That's all open mm-hmm. information. You know what they start with. You know what they've bought. It's all open. And that's one of the most wonderful things about this game is that you you also know when somebody has played two cards that are identical, you know they don't have another one of those because you know there's only two cards. Mm-hmm. Um, that the combat is so tense because of that. It becomes its own. Like If there was a card game based on the, the combat mechanics of Forbidden Stars, I would play that game. It's mm-hmm. a, such a fun game. I love it. I think that it scales well, except when it gets to four just because of how long it takes. Um, I love the theme. I think I've made my case for Forbidden Stars. Yeah, you have. Blood Bowl has been a game that I have wanted to play for a long time, and I've been trying to get you to play. Yeah. That's... Why have we not played Blood Bowl so far? Uh, the main reason is that initi- when I bought it, this is a terrible I reason. said, oh, yeah, it's a really bad reason. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um Spent way too much money on it, glued everything, went out and bought paints and brushes, mm-hmm. and then said, I am not going to play this game until I have everything painted. Mm-hmm. And that is how I'm going to be accountable to myself to paint this. Because <laughs> it's important for a man to have goals. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I haven't painted any of it yet, or even primed it. So yeah, that was that was a very bad reason not to play. <laughs> Uh, do you think you're going to be inclined to, to to paint it once we start playing? No. Does that bother you? At this point, no. Okay. It's 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 been long enough. I've I've seen the error of my ways, and I don't want to paint stuff. Fair enough. Um. How are you feeling right now? What are you leaning yeah, towards? I don't know. I think I'm leaning towards Forbidden Stars. <sighs> Me too. Yeah, because I'm, right. I'm thinking, how can I make a compelling case for Blood Bowl and Forbidden <laughs> Stars? And I don't think that I can. I absolutely want to play Blood Bowl and try it. But I also know it's just like, oh, check some dice, move some guys, and that could get tired. Yeah. I want to play Blood Bowl. Here's mm-hmm. the other thing, too, is that you've got more on the list than I do. So I do. We're going to go Forbidden Stars. Yep. All right, Shane, that's the list. A-OK with that. Nice. That's the list. So here's our final list. X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Miniatures. 
Millennium Blades, Tigris and Euphrates, Innovation, Lahav, Cry Havoc, Lewis and Clark, Last Wheel, Keyflower, Forbidden Stars. How do you feel right now? You feel excited? What an abomination. No, no, this is excellent. This is excellent. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, we got a nice mix in there. I mean, it's definitely leaning more on Euros, but that's generally where we lean. Mm-hmm. But we got the nice mix. We do. Yeah. Great. Please stand and join me for the Chit Talk National Anthem. <laughs> oh, Chit Talkia. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yep.